BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hey, Ben. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Mm-hmm. Travis Irvine's not with us. Oh. He's showing his, what he directed? He's showing Killer Raccoons 2. His profession. Indeed. So he'll be back with us next week. Thanks to all who waited just a little bit longer for this episode. I was under the weather this week. Uh, but you're good now. I'm better now. I don't know if I'm good, but I am better. Oh, yeah, you do hope sound I, better. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We have another fantastic episode for you. Obviously, Kanye's in the news. Ye? His name is Yee. And Kanye is, uh, Ye is short yay. for Kanye. It's, it's yay. yay. Yeah. You it, know what? I don't yes. care. Isn't that kind of funny? Because <laughs> if Yee works with my joke, which is, you know what Yee is short for? Yeesh. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry, everyone who just got into a car accident as they barreled, as they, as they barreled over. It's like with uh, laughter. Ho, 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 ho. Unbelievable. I do want to play one clip from that batshit interview he did on InfoWars. Alex Jones. Wow, I've never felt bad for him before in my life, and I still don't. But it was so funny watching him sweat. And he's like, I think things are getting out of hand here. Not really sure what's happening. Well, indeed, uh, you invited somebody into your home, and that person had a lot to say around the dinner table, didn't they? Uh, to say that that's putting it very lightly. <laughs> so I have one little soundbite that I think really sheds light on who Yay is. <laughs> right. Uh, also, we're going to get into robots in San Francisco. The Supreme Court is also going to be deciding a case involving Jack Daniels. Mm. Now, this is actually a First Amendment case, and you might be stunned to know I'm not on the side of Jack Daniels. Really? I'm a Jameson guy to begin with, <laughs> but Jack Daniels, they're real pissed off at some products for dogs that look like Jack Daniels bottles, <sighs> but it's about the right to parody. It's about the First Amendment, and it's about freedom of speech, as most people get that completely confused with what Twitter is doing. Obviously, a private company. They can say and do whatever the fuck they want to do. Just get off the goddamn platform, as far as I'm concerned. Of course, Matt mm. Taibbi had a, a, a recent Twitter thread, although he didn't thread it. He uh, just kind of put it one by one, made a little confusing (laughs) regarding Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, which I'm going to break news to you. Every son or daughter of a senator is a spoiled bitch. Really? I know. Rich kids? I know. It's shocking. He's not in office. He has no government position. 
the man. Biden, again, just really wishes he was the one that got brain cancer, not his other son. This is not a this is not like politically beneficial to Biden. But I also don't give a shit. It's not like Donald Trump Jr. It's not like Eric Trump. It's not like Ivana Trump. They're not in or Ivanka Trump. They're not in the White House. They're not in the administration. If anything, they're being kept at an arm's distance. Of course, when I say they, I mean Hunter Biden. But I think our conversation of speech is often talked about in a corporate sense. And corporations are, yes, despicable, um, horrible institutions, cold in so many ways. But they do have the ability to censor speech with on their platforms. But when it comes to government interference, now this is where we would have a violation of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Now, the right. interesting thing about the Matt Taibbi thing regarding the Hunter laptop from hell, Hunter's laptop from hell, is he says there's no definitive evidence that any government officials reached out to Twitter in order to have them censor the Hunter Biden story. Therefore, Twitter is fucking allowed to do what they want to do. And again, if you get all of your news from Twitter, mm-hmm. breaking news, you're going to be a moron. Right. There's a lot of Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk and the billionaires in charge of Twitter. They have an agenda to push. Of course. Elon, Jack, Jack everyone. Every, that, there's a reason they get him. Yes. There's a reason Rupert yes. Murdoch continues to have the New York Post mm-hmm. that has never made money. They hemorrhage <laughs> money on this stupid fucking paper, but they have it for the power. So, again, if there was a... Even if there were campaigns that were involved with reaching out to Twitter, this and the other thing. Okay, this is a different thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there was a mind meld of sorts. (laughs) I'm sure that obviously qui bono, if you look who won, if you look who they were attempting to hurt, which in this case was attempting to help the Biden campaign by not releasing or not um, showcasing the Hunter Biden laptop story. Sure. But that also implies that we live in a world where the only place for information is Twitter. Right. And it is not. Right. It is one of many. Use your fucking thumbs mm-hmm. and Google different websites. <laughs> Read them. Look at what it's the sources fine. are. Who wrote it? Does this person write crazy articles on other websites? They're probably not a reliable source. I just feel like it's such a smokescreen story as, again, we have a world that is going on unfurling in front of us that should be discussed further, such as, speaking of government involvement, Mohammed bin Salman yep. just given immunity, actual dip, <laughs> diplomatic immunity from the Biden administration for the killing of Jamal Khashoggi, an American journalist. Mm-hmm. That story like went nowhere. No one cared. And I'm like, that's huge. Obviously, we have Qatar. We have the World Cup right now. The U.S. Mm-hmm. is officially out of it, made it to the elimination rounds for, for the first time in a minute. So congratulations, I guess, uh, to for to get you went further before losing. Yay. Isn't that something though? Yes. In the in a horrible, horrible company's uh but part, that, competition? <laughs> well, FIFA, it's yeah. so unbelievably yeah. corrupt, it's insane. But that story to me, that's a story that matters. The cover-up by a private media mm. company that is Twitter or Facebook are all yes, they're all scumbags. Yes. So please, God, do not get all of your information from them. That should be one of many. That should be one. That's just the little sausage in the spaghetti sauce. Yes. Okay. So don't get all of your information from one source because there's no way it's going to be telling the truth. It's not nutritious to eat the same crap every day, Ben. You got to change, you got to eat varieties of foods. You got to get different news sources. You got to check news sources from outside of the U.S. You know, different things. Absolutely. So we'll get into 
MBS. We're going to get into robot killing out dogs Ugh. or a ro potentially robots in San Francisco being allowed to use lethal force, uh, which is just absolutely horrifying. But we'll talk about it. And we'll also talk a little bit about the First Amendment. But before that, let's play this one clip from Kanye West and his interview with Alex Jones. I don't know why. I just thought this was kind of funny when you first start listening to it. Because everyone says, what could he be sensitive to? Well, yeah. He's such a brave, strong man, you know. Yeah, he goes there. Oh, he goes there. He says it like it isn't. Um, my God. And of course, we're not. You guys know the truth about right. the Holocaust. It was yeah. quite real. And it killed a ton of people. Yeah. And it was quite horrible. Real and fascism and is bad. And Hitler wasn't even a very good public speaker. If you actually watch it, it was just, it was a perfect storm of events after World War One. Yes. The Germans were just like, no one likes the Germans. Mm. We're weak. And then Hitler was like, no, you're not weak. You're strong. God damn it. You're strong. And then Germans were like, okay, it's like an abusive relationship. And he was the rebound. Right. And the rebound was just like slightly more encouraging than the previous one. Yeah. So let's play Kanye West ranting and raving until he's distracted. I was talking about, and they tried to write it off, and they keep trying to write it off. But the truth is the more and more I'm faithful to, to Christ, mm -hmm. the more and more he's going to keep un, unlocking the blessings. You know, he set it on my heart to build communities, to build farms, to build schools, to build the choir. And But when you do that, you have to be really obedient. Hey, guys, could you not talk in the back? I'm like really hypersensitive to sound. If you guys want to talk, just go in the other room, please. Um, but we have to be really obedient. You know, like one of the big topics right now is all of the pedophilia advertisement. Fantastic. Oh, all right. There we poor go. Guy. I believe he's referring to the Balsianga. Balenciaga. So, Balenciaga, Ben. Don't buy any of it. It's crap. I did see, I saw the picture of the kids where the BDSM bears and stuff. I also am not like hyper triggered. I don't give a fuck, I guess. Um, but the whole thing is just stupid and disgusting and isn't, I don't know, you know more about that. Well, well, the, the, okay. The the thing is that it's the, you know, Joe Biden, let me smell your hair. Don't date until you're 30. It's that whole narrative mm. of the Democrats are, you know, eating children and it's cute. Yeah, but, but so Balenciaga is feeding the pedophile. Yeah, remember that when we were growing up? Remember the big purple dolls that was in chains? Hmm. The monster? My little monster? I don't remember that. I it, don't. But, but no, but bondage. I mean, was it bondage? <laughs> I don't know. I saw one goddamn picture. My issue with the whole Balenciaga thing is they're not the threat to your children. The threat to your children are the clergy and, you know, different family members in your home, as we statistically have seen. And, in, in, you know, from your show that you mm -hmm. do, Ben. And, yeah, of course. you know, sexual assault victims tend to happen internally. It's not a it's not a mass media conglomerate of breeders stealing children. All right, who wants them? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, Kanye West. Yes, indeed. I remember when Jesus stopped speaking. He said, can you keep it down in the back? I'm trying to talk to you about how I'm the son of God. Please keep it down in the back. So, Kanye, if you want to waste your time watching that dumb shit with Nick Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, of course, the uh, little wannabe um, controversial little toadstool. He's like 24 years old. Mm-hmm. He went to an In-N-Out and got into a fight. So you know what the irony is? There's nothing more black than that. Uh, and isn't that fantastic? Oh Good for God. him. Um, uh, he finally he threw he threw like a soda yes, at somebody. I was yes. like, this is this is great. Good job, Nick. Right. Good he, job. He's been wearing the same hoodie like you know in every public event and he in every dresses like he dresses like Andrew Yang also with the blue suit and that was all. That's all he does. <laughs> like it's the same. 
these people are trash. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Nick Fuentes. I mean, we've been talking about it for year for a whole year now about yes. this guy being true trash, and he's just yes. he proves it every day. Every and day. I think that you know, yay or ya or whatever the fuck Kanye, he's attempting to, you know, he's he's definitely pushing the limits of the First Amendment. He has the right to say whatever he wants. Right on. If Infowars would like to cater to that, they have a right to do that as well. Then you have the right to disagree, mm-hmm. and then we also have the right to say. Um, maybe Donald Trump and you should not run for office in 2024. Right. There you right. go. It's okay. Also, companies have the right to slowly back away from the relationships with him mm-hmm. because he's alienating a huge amount right. of the people that buy their products. And at the end of the day, money talks. And if he fucks with your bottom line, it doesn't matter who he is. He is now <laughs> gone. Michael Jordan would have been canceled from Nike if he said the same damn and thing. Anyone, anyone. It's so. And he's not being arrested. You have the first, he has a first amendment right to be a moron. Uh, Of course, uh, you know, his words do. um, They do spur people on. Yes, and hopefully they don't ring true uh, to a series of people that could then commit acts of violence because obviously we live in a very violent country, don't we? And that's, that's the danger of his free speech. It's not that he's not allowed to do it. It's just that because of his platform, the words they they travel farther and they go deeper into some people's ears. They do. And I, I I I you know we I I do think I do think he has convinced some people that it's suddenly okay to act this way. Yeah, probably. I'm sure that he has, or at the very least, he's he's um he's allowing people who believe that to be a little bit more vocal about their beliefs. And again, I would prefer if people just let me know that I don't like them before I uh, am convinced that I do like them. And then, you know, on date number three, they're you're like, right. by the way, the Holocaust wasn't real. I'd be like, well, God damn it, yeah. Pamela. I wish you would have said so that. Perfect. <laughs> How do we even get here? You're pregnant? What? No, no. 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 So at least he's letting us know exactly who he is. But right. he's been letting us know who he is for a long, long time. Yes. And people, just because of his stature, uh, because whatever it might be, there's certain groups of people, specifically of my complexion, that really want to have a black friend. Mm-hmm. And now I think they see one in him. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, see, he's, he gets it. <sighs> yes, he gets it. You're you not know? wrong. You're not wrong. Ben. And of course, the irony would be in, in uh, Hitler's Germany, he wouldn't be faring uh, quite as well. Although, who knows? Perhaps at this point, he's such a bootlicker that maybe Hitler would have had, an, had him in his cabinet. Uh, and just said, see, look, uh, I got, got black one. friends, Ugh. not just a black friend. He raps. <laughs> Do a little rap for us, Kanye. <laughs> oh, dear. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Anyway, so that story has been taking so much oxygen uh, out of the American airwaves. And I think in some ways it is also a smokescreen to much larger pieces of legislation Mm -hmm. that are truly affecting our lives. Let's go to San Francisco, one point of liberal bastion for the First Amendment and freedom of speech. It's now um, I don't know what the hell is going on. So the San Francisco Board of Supervisors made history three years ago by becoming the first city in the nation to ban use of facial recognition technology. However, I'm not sure what has happened since then. They have now allowed for um, law enforcement to deputize robots Mm. in order to kill criminal suspects. Um, These are tele-operated robots, so they're not exactly on the streets going rogue all alone. They're not just, it's not like WALL-E quite yet. (laughs) Right. They are theoretically being controlled by a person. Mm -hmm. But the precedent and what this could lead to, I think, is so unbelievably scary because what's going to stop law enforcement from overusing uh Acts of violence, Mm -hmm. especially in a case where they have no ramifications on their end. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no need. There's no worry about a firefight if the only opposition is a robot. Exactly. You know, and then so is this going to ensure an increase of violence as opposed to decreasing violence? We live in a world which is so unfortunate where, uh, well, at least a lot of the footage that we see when it comes to law enforcement, they escalate situations as as opposed to de-escalating situations. And is this the right way to go? Assistant Police Chief David Lazar said ahead of the vote that killer robots might be needed in scenarios involving mass shootings or suicide bombers, citing the Mandalay Bay shooting in Las Vegas in 2017. The new administrative code requires a police chief to authorize use of deadly force involving a robot and to first consider de-escalation or an alternative use of force, but obviously many civil liberties groups are concerned because, as we know, the people that are going to be the most hurt by these policies are the people that fall through the cracks. And in San Francisco, there's I don't know if people are falling through the cracks anymore because I think they filled them all up uh, with people that are already in the cracks. Right. But the people that are going to be, you know, on the chopping block or the front lines of this are going to be You know, obviously a lot of drug addicts, Mm -hmm. there's going to be, um, sure, the criminal element, but then you're also going to have low-income places and people who, are they going to start serving eviction notices? Oh, I, you know, are they going to, what are, once you give this right to an autonomous being or to a, uh, to a non-sentient being like a robot Mm -hmm. with zero ability to be like, what's the situation? What's happening? What's the emotional um, scenario here, not just, you know, the physical scenario, like what the fuck is going, is this a person with a gun is a person with a gun. Now, is this person suicidal? Is this person trying to protect his home? Mm -hmm. Is this person a home invader? Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different scenarios uh, that can go with one thing that is just very base. So I'm just a little bit concerned that the San Francisco police department is going to Use this toy with a bit of excess. We uh, we've seen it back in 2016 when that Dallas shooting suspect uh, when That's they used right. when they used a bomb ro- uh, bomb defusing robot to detonate a bomb That's near the right. suspect to kill him. So they have already set a precedent that they can do this and with legal with no legal ramifications. It's been done in Texas, and we're not we're not at automated killers yet. 
But right now, basically, you you just described something that's a really important key takeaway from this. Right now, officers like in Uvalde, they didn't do anything because they were scared for their own well-being. Right. With a robot in place, you you know, an officer with a behind a joystick can do take the robot wherever they want and do whatever they want with that robot. Sure. Does it help in situations like Uvalde? Would have helped? It yeah. May have. Yeah, yeah. But what we know is that that's not what it's going to be used for. It's going to be used like they did in back in 2016 with blowing up a guy because they couldn't get to him. Yeah. So uh, the California Racial and Identity Profiling Advisory Board. They got to clean that up a little bit. Oh my God, that name is too hard. Well, it's uh, what's even the how is that even Ca the California Racial and Identity and Identity Profiling Advisory Board discusses racial disparity, obviously within policing, but also with the identity with with the technology of facial identity. So the San Francisco Police Department searched black people at a rate five times greater than that of their white residents, and they were 13 times as likely to use force on black residents, Ugh. or more likely, rather, to use force on black residents compared to white residents. So when we wonder who is going to be seeing the robots in use, it's not going to be the people mm -hmm. who have all the money from all the big tech and Twitter and Elon. And it's going to be the people who are on the streets, who are in some places, just maybe middle-class Americans trying to survive in San Francisco. And I just think it opens up a total Pandora's box of what could possibly go wrong. And I don't think San Francisco needs to be going down this road. They need a robot to clean up all the human shit. I, I was like, like, just get a poopy Roomba. <laughs> if they just had a Pumba, a poopy Roomba. <laughs> I love that. Everyone would be happy. Yeah. That would be nice. They need one in t on the tenderloin for sure. Yes, that. absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming through. Beep, beep. Coming through. Pick it up. Boop. But we uh, pick it up. Boop. Instead, they decided to go with the more. Um, I don't know, American way of shooting the poop with a gun. <laughs> Blowing it up. Mm -hmm. So according to Pete Asaro, an associate producer, or so, an associate professor, my, What's my the words today are just not coming out <laughs> properly. Peter Asaro, an associate professor at the New School in New York who researches automation of police. He agrees giving police this option means they're going to use it mm -hmm. when, they be, when they should be looking for other options so absolutely again uh, this is a 2021 california law called assembly bill uh 481 we're here huh we 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 are well past it this is the most quote-unquote progressive city in the country this is the gayest it's city in the country so regressive and they've ridiculous. literally they're literally killing people with robots and i don't think it is it's no longer the gayest city in the country is it mm, i don't know it's pretty gay out here ben yeah <laughs> I just feel like it would be cleaner I don't know if San. Fr I wonder if San Francisco is still the gayest city in the country. Yeah, you're right. You might I don't know. Be, you know I'm, I'm from the I mean, 90s. The big tech. Yeah, I mean, I I went there. I'm. I remember having such a fantasy of San Francisco, <laughs> and I went there when I was 19, and it was awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. That was still what was that like 2000, 2000, 2000, yeah, mm -hmm. 2001, and it was still cool, and it was like, nah, it was pretty expensive, but you know, we could get hammered and stuff like yeah. that. It was all good. But then subsequently, every time I went back, it was like, there's more shit. Ugh. People are crazier. What's going on? And now we have robot killing dogs. And I don't know a robot. And just I don't I keep on calling them dogs, but just robots that can kill. Yeah. and they look like little dogs. Yeah, they could, they they could look like a lot of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> Travis said that, you know, Travis said, make them look friendlier. Give them yeah. googly eyes. So yeah. one of the effect of AB 481 is also it uh, is to add local oversight to hardware like the kind obtained through the U.S. Department of Defense program that sent billions of dollars of military equipment, such as armored vehicles and ammunition, to local police departments. Equipment from the program was used against protesters in Ferguson, mm. and it was also used against protesters in Minneapolis in 2020. So when it comes to that, right this there. is no longer just a one-on-one -on -one situation. Right what about massive protests yep. and protests that are done for good reason? We know we see what's happening in China now where they just weren't allowed to protest. And now shit's bubbling over because of their zero COVID policy, which right. is not about COVID at all. It's about power and control. And COVID is just like the straw man. In the right, argument. right. But this shit could be crazy, dude. It's, I mean, we already saw it with with the what happened in in Minneapolis. Um, you know, the cops were like curfews, 9 p.m. And then yes. as soon as it was 9 p.m., yes. Non-lethal rounds were used, which were anything you beam somebody in the head with a freaking Coca-Cola bottle, they're gonna yeah. die, baby. Yeah. Um, so that could be that could cause a chilling effect on speech and the right to uh to uh, get together with one another. I just I immediately think of the second a, a police officer's I mean, they already shoot people in traffic stops because they feel threatened. I'm scared. Yeah. So now literally anytime a police officer feels that their life could or in any way they could be endangered, they send in a robot and uh terminate everybody. Literally, literally uh, ahead of yesterday or ahead of the vote, Brian Cox, director of the integrity unit at the San Francisco Public Defender's Office. He called the change antithetical to the progressive values the city has long stood for. He says this is a false choice predicated on fear mongering and a desire to write their own rules. So there are people who are upset about it. But again, it, the board is not upset about it. And San Francisco allowed this to go forward. And uh, the San Francisco Department has disclosed that it has 17 robots, though only 12 are operational. They include search and rescue robots designed uh, for use after a natural disaster. But also they have models that can be equipped with guns, explosives, and pepper spray. It's crazy, dude. Big tech, you said it. I mean, if big tech would use it in that city, I guess you you answered my question. Why that city? Why there? Well, that's the biggest the tech city of the world. There's nothing liberal or progressive about big tech. It's not possible. Yep. It's a monitoring system at, at, at best. And at worst, it is a system that destroys anyone that uh, comes out against it. So granting approval for killer robots is the latest twist in a series of laws on policing technology uh, in San Francisco. After passing a law rejecting police use tasers in 2018 and providing oversight of surveillance technology. And again, as I said, barring facial recognition technology. So it seems like they're like getting some things right and then some things really, really wrong. Money. I'm sure there's a, someone investing in those robots and putting money into the city. And so, you know, it's a contract that worked yeah. out for somebody. Super, has to be. Absolutely. Supervisor Dean Preston referred to San Francisco's inconsistent record on police technology in, mm. in dissent. They say if police shouldn't be trusted with tasers, they sure as hell shouldn't be trusted with killer robots. Huh. We have a police force, not an army. Reminds me, everyone, everyone always says, like, what would you do if you saw the rise of 
machines like Terminators or everything and be like, I'm concerned about ye. <laughs> host a podcast about it, I guess. I, I mean, people don't even, this didn't even make news. <laughs> right, right. No, because again, nobody cares. Because, Everyone's upset yeah. about ye. It bothers me because ye, it rhymes too much with gay and that bothers me. It sounds like people are Yay. like insulting gay constantly. I don't like that. Well, I'm going to go over with ye for my unbelievable yeesh joke. <laughs> you know, hey, free speech, Ben. But all of the stuff, all of the stuff that I feel like we've been talking about the past two weeks is just, it's, yes, it's shocking. That's on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like yes. Kanye knows he's going to be yes. shocking. Yes. Exactly. Hitler had some good ideas. Hitler was nice. Hitler was right. He knows it's all so stupid and contrived. And then do you feed the tulpa by then dedicating such as we are <laughs> time, even talking about it or, but then of course, if you don't talk about it, does that lead to it uh, yes. becoming larger and uh, growing further and festering. This is sort of the duality. That's the intelligent conversation we're trying to have all the time is uh, not condemning them enough without feeding them too much. Just don't listen to them. And it was funny. I was out with Sina Gosnavi from Fraudsters yesterday. We went to a, a little bar and they were playing Kanye and it was like, can we listen to this? <laughs> is it okay to enjoy this? But it's tough. I don't know. <laughs> you know, from his last controversial comments from like what? I mean, God knows. But I remember one from like 2018 and then someone played him and they're like, turn it off. And I was like, I turn it off. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Because, um, you know, as an artist, people love, you know, his music. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I it, don't know. I have the same problem with Harry Potter and uh, the turf. You know, yeah. I love I love me some Harry Potter. I love doing wand magic, but I hate hate what how she the thing she says. Uh, I hate her trans exclusionary statements. That's horrible. She's a horrible person. Well, she's very conservative. She only it's marriages between one man and one wizard. <laughs> no, it's a witch, Ben. Wizards are boys. Oh, I see. <laughs> you see, she's that sexist, Ben. She's that. Oh, sexist. I didn't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman, this dude, he's the head of the Saudis at this point. He killed, uh, or at the very least, encouraged, allowed, um, financially supported the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. He was an American journalist. Uh, he has now been given diplomatic immunity from the Biden administration. What do you think this means? I mean, talk about turning your back on what you're supposed to be for, which is a free press, mm -hmm. journalistic integrity, and the right for people to report the truth. And that's all Jamal Khashoggi was doing. Right. This is another story that went fucking nowhere. And I mean, it's just disgusting. It's like, it, well, the Biden administration is distancing themselves from it by saying it wasn't up to them. It was a state decision. Right. That's the that's the, the separation. The state Department decision. Yeah. yeah. OK. So, so it wasn't Biden himself. Making, it was the State Department. But it, you know, it's that that messy diplomatic immunity that you keep talking about, that they literally can commit murder. But because he's a royal of a of a oil country. Yeah. He basically can get away with that. I mean, they committed 9-11. So they're like, Jamal Khashoggi, that's one three thousand. of 9-11. You're all mad about Who that cares? one? Uh, and I mean, it. you can see it because even the family of Jamal Khashoggi has publicly forgiven. And so f publicly forgiven everyone involved. So they won't be facing the death penalty. Right. And so you, I mean, do you, would you publicly forgive someone who killed your, your, your father for speaking out? No. If, but, uh, well, if there was some amount of regret, if the person changed, mm. if the person like legitimately was like, I'm really sorry, I've been doing all of this, that and the other thing to become a better person. 
Maybe, but I don't think the that he Saudi has. government. No, <laughs> right. I don't think that MBS really has changed. Right, right. As a matter of fact, as we talked about on the last episode of the episode before with FIFA, with World Cup being there. Well, if you're gay, you're probably incarcerated right now if you're out anyway. Right. And if you are against the administration in any way, you will not be seen. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of what the uh, Iranians did. They spent, I believe Cena told me it was 100,000 people the Iranians sent to the World Cup in order to make it look like they had citizen support. Wow. And, of course, the uh, Iranian soccer team, um, they did a small protest by not singing the, the national anthem. Wow. And then the Iranian regime said, we're going to kill your, all of your families. It, yeah. And then so they sang it the next time. Uh, nothing yeah. says more freedom. Nothing says freedom like that. That's, that's, that's right there. That's how you do it, Ben. So the complaint obviously accused the Saudi leader and its officials of, uh, of having kidnapped, bound, drugged, and tortured and assassinated U.S. resident journalist and democracy advocate Jamal Khashoggi. And today... Uh, they are now officially getting off Scott clean. The secretary general of Amnesty International, Agnes Calamard, said today it is immunity. It all adds up to impunity. Ugh. Money talks and it's powerful. And Truly. you also have to wonder what's going on when it comes to OPEC and the Saudis, the relationship with Russia and Iran, of course. And uh, with OPEC turning their back on the U.S. with gas prices mm. continuing to go up, or perhaps they've sort of leveled out a little bit at this point. Nonetheless, they're way too freaking high. Everyone agrees with that. Yes. Maybe this is Biden just saying, can you just maybe open up a couple of reserves? Mm. You didn't do anything wrong. Jamal Khashoggi sucked it right in. Uh, he sucked at it. You know what? You Is that what this is? Wow. And obviously, again, as you said, it's a State Department rule. Uh, but uh, Joe Biden certainly hasn't been upset about it. Exactly. It's, you you know, I, it's like a, I, I can allow you to do something weird in the yard as long as I'm not looking at it kind of thing, mm. you know. Oh, sure. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. So those are two stories that I thought really needed to get a little bit more press. But again, by design, people like Kanye are taking all of the oxygen out of the room And uh, it's really unfortunate. You know, we talk about anti-Semitism. Well, look at the Saudi government for that as well. And uh, they just got to pass. And, uh, you know, God knows. Anyway, it's just pretty nasty stuff. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. So let's go on to the Supreme Court decision. By the way, there has been no movement on what happened with the Dobbs decision. Now, of course, Dobbs was the decision that reversed Roe v. Wade. 
Um, remember the Supreme Court was like, we're going to figure out who leaked this document. Mm. It was probably just Samuel Alito. <laughs> That's funny. Samuel Alito has a history of leaking documents and uh, they, you would think they would have found it. Just to get hype, just, right? Yeah. I think it was, I literally, I think it was, as we talked about, because there was a lot of speculation. Some people said we were crazy, mm. but sometimes we're right. Most Pretty of the time. Much. Yeah, a lot of the time. Um, sometimes being crazy in a, in a crazy world, you know? I mean, check, you saying? check our predictions from last year if you want to see how right we were. Oh, fucking Chuck Grassley is still alive. He's got to die. He's got 20 days. I know. <laughs> die, Chuck. Die. <sighs> of natural causes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Or fall down. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they did just say when it came to um, the leak of Dobbs, they, they have not found out who leaked and uh, of course, as we were talking about, I think it did come from the conservative wing of the right. of the court because they wanted to solidify the support that they had right. for uh, overturning Roe. And I think he put a lot of people um, he put he put their feet to the fire. So who the hell knows? But if it wasn't one of the nine justices, I'm again looking at you, Alito. Um, they would have found them. Absolutely. Because it's just, you. how, how many look, people freaking come in and out? Look in the emails. Look in the Slack. Exactly. Look in Hunter Biden's laptop. It's in there. <laughs> Remember Chief Justice Roberts, like, we're going to do a vigorous search. We're going to find out who did this. Mm. They didn't. Yeah. Or they did. And they were like, oh. Oh, it was me. Mm -hmm. It's like the end of the movie Secret Window. It was Johnny Depp. <laughs> so anyway, when it comes to parody, something we do quite well here on this show. I don't know if we do it well, but we do it. I, I got impressions, Ben. I do parody. Yeah, do one. Um, what, do you want me to set you up? Uh, no, I'll do. I'll do Alex Jones. China has humanoids. I bet you ten million dollars. China has humanoids. That sounds like me. I, I right. got a Trump. I got a Trump. Okay. China. I just do. I'm no, sorry. That's, yeah, okay. that's good. It's more of a hand uh, thing. Okay. Now, how about I Candace Owens? Okay. All lives matter. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> sounds a lot Alex Jones. <laughs> so going back to the Supreme Court case, it's Jack Daniels Property Inc. versus VIP Products. The Supreme Court has accepted a case involving a tongue-in-cheek dog chew toy made to resemble a Jack Daniels whiskey bottle. This is not the first time the Supreme Court has heard a case about uh, satire and parody. The satirical website The Onion has filed a brilliant <laughs> parody brief to support the right of parody. Of course, The Onion back in the day was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the court has not yet to decided whether to take that case, but it has accepted the Jack Daniels case. The distiller sued VIP over its introduction of the Silly Squeakers Bad Spaniels Rubber Squeaky Toy. <laughs> the toy is shaped like a whiskey bottle with a cartoon spaniel on the front, and the caption reads, Bad Spaniels, the old number two, on your Tennessee carpet. <laughs> on the back is a small disclaimer reading, this product is not affiliated with Jack Daniels Distillery. That clearly was not enough for the distillery, which argued that people would be confused by the parody. Now, wow. Because they how would you but like if you're an alcoholic or just a normal person, <laughs> like I'm gonna go get the whiskey, and then you come back with like eight bottles of squeakies, and then there's nothing in it, you know, because it's a squeaky toy. I just don't quite see how whiskey, a whiskey bottle, can be confused as a chew toy. I don't quite see the because theoretically, right, you're gonna be losing money because someone's gonna buy something thinking that they're purchasing your product. Yes, yes. But yeah, I, I agree with see what you said. How someone's gonna buy the bad spaniels and think it was Jack Daniels, because <laughs> that's a whiskey. The other one's a chew toy. 
Right. So Unless it, Jack Daniels wants to get into two choice. That's that was my thinking. I was like, I think they saw this bottle and they were like, we are so fucking stupid. Why didn't we make a chew toy of a Jack Daniels bottle years ago? And I think this is more about that. Do I? Uh, obviously, it's a parody. Obviously, it's a joke. Number two on the carpet. Come on. But yeah, you know, intellectual property. It's it's a it's a fine line, Ben. It's a the, fine line. The Supreme Court has recognized that satire and parody have long played a key role in political discourse. Uh, this goes back to 1988 when the court handed down the important free speech decision in Hustler Magazine versus Jerry Falwell. Of course, for those that don't know, I believe that case was over uh, a parody of Jerry Falwell fucking his mother in an outhouse. I think that's what Hustler Magazine did. <laughs> he was not okay with it. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> so the chew toy is obviously not the type of, uh, it's not a type of political commentary, which the court found in the Hustler case. However, the distiller is advance, advancing a claim that it would chill the use of any common image in a parody or satire. So they're basically just saying, leave this little chew toy company alone. If you take, if you, this is just a slippery slope mm-hmm. down a dangerous road I agree. of limiting parody and limiting satire. Jack Daniels is going to be just fine. Right. I say leave the squeaky toy alone. I, I agree. I agree. But uh, Jack Daniels just needs to release their own squeaky toys now to compete and destroy this competition if they want them. But it is interesting that they're saying, well, it's not free speech because it's not political. Um, but I think dog chew toys are very political. I've heard Jerry, <laughs> when you watch a presidential debate, squeak, squeak, he'll squeak anytime they lie. <laughs> <laughs> that thing goes off a lot. Um, the district court found that the standard was made because, quote, a parody functions just like a mashup. It modifies and plays with the elements of an original work to express something new and different. Three other circuits are, are rejected this approach yet in the absence of congressional action, which is unlikely. Uh, the Ninth Circuit offers greater clarity and space for free expression. So parody and satire also face threats from legal action, particularly tort actions, over the appropriation of names or likeness. Uh, the courts, including the Ninth Circuit, have made a distinctively unfunny mess of such cases. Past tort cases generally have favored celebrities and resulted in rulings like White versus Samsung, a ludicrous ruling in which Vanna White successfully sued over the use of a robot with a blonde wig turning cards as the appropriation of her likeness and character. Huh? So there you go. <laughs> robots took my job. <laughs> they took Vanna White's job. I don't remember those robots getting hammered with that uh, Pat Sajak guy uh, during the during the breaks. But it is obviously a silly story. It does matter, however. And I am definitely on the side of the dog chew toy company because uh, we need to have the right for satire. We need parody. This whole goddamn world is a parody of a of a republic, anyway, isn't it? <laughs> That's pretty. If, if you get rid of parody though. laws, the entire <laughs> the entire government would have to uh, go away. What am I supposed to do every day? <laughs> I don't freaking know. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, just lastly, um, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Wednesday, uh, they accidentally released the personal information of six thousand people uh, in its custody. Yay. They were just posted to its uh, website. Um, it was a routine maintenance, but in yeah. the process, they link a spreadsheet with everybody on it. Ben, that's very cool. <laughs> nice, good for them. Same with uh, H and R Block sharing our information with Facebook. They don't really care, Ben. So we uh, privacy is out the window. Apparently, robot dogs killing people. Kanye's a psycho. Can we talk a little bit about the the, the rail yard? 
the the oh. train the train union thing happening. I'm I'm disappointed with the Democrats busting the union. I'm yeah, a, of course. I'm really disappointed with that. Well, you know? they're about as pro union until it comes down to the bottom line, and then that's all gone. Did they officially bust that union up? Uh, it's pretty much it's a pretty much guarantee that they're we'll going to. Let's talk about that more next episode for sure. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I thought Biden really dropped the ball there. He ran as a pro union Democrat, and that's why I like my Fetterman. And I'm just I'm stronger pro union now than before, just because the pendulum has swung way too far. Absolutely, it's insane what these people have to go through, and they're the reasons why all your goods are going to be delivered this year. Mm -hmm. It's the one thing about the pandemic. We definitely remind it reminded us who actually makes this country run. Exactly, exactly. It's not fucking Alex Jones or Kanye. It's people. It's it human beings that you know, truckers and railway workers, truckers. and not they're not people. Yeah, no, I, you know exactly. what I'm saying. Working class people. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for supporting all the shows. Oh, and also thanks for listening to the serious shows, Open Lines and uh, Hail Yourself. I think that show's coming together nice. And yeah, we'll just keep on blabbing with you. We'll be back to two episodes next week. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.